Welcome back to Newsline Thursday. This is the Stuttering Sports Podcast, and I'm your host, Spencer. Um, You should know what this is. I go through NFL headlines on Thursday. I will also give my Thanksgiving Day games predictions. So, uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving to all of y'all. Hope you guys are thankful for a lot of stuff. I'm thankful for a lot of stuff. And, uh, yeah, without further ado... Let's get right into it with the first headline I have, and that is the Steelers and Ravens game being postponed from the primetime Thanksgiving slot to 1.15 on Sunday on NBC, if you did not know when that game will be played. So yeah, let's talk about it. So the Ravens, actually, the Ravens had another coach test positive today. I don't know what that brings the number up to. I believe seven or eight. I believe seven or eight. But my main concern is, oh yeah, and a lot of Steelers players spoke out against this. We got Duck Hodges. We got Eric Ebron, Chase Claypool, Juju. There's probably someone else that I'm forgetting, but I know they all expressed their, like them being mad at this because Pittsburgh has gotten the shit end of the stick with this whole COVID thing. And it's not even Pittsburgh's fault. I don't think the NFL is trying to fuck over Pittsburgh. Obvi- why Why would the NFL cancel Steelers-Ravens on Thanksgiving night? A game that's going to get a lot of ratings and bring in a lot of money. If you genuinely think the NFL is trying to fuck over the Steelers-Ravens on Thanksgiving, I'm sorry you have two brain cells. You have two brain cells if you think the NFL is going to go out of their way to be like, no, no, we need to stop this 10-0 team. We need to stop them. Like, no. Pittsburgh's just gotten the shit end of the stick because of COVID. Because we had the week four by week because we... That's because uh, Tennessee could not get their COVID situation handled. But I... But, I mean, that was not even a bye week because Pittsburgh practiced the entire week. So, I mean, Pittsburgh's really playing off of no bye week this this season. And then you have um, then you have the mini bye week after the Thursday night game where you get the weekend off. You get a few days to kind of rest. And that's what Eric Ebron said. And then that got stripped away because the Ravens cannot get their shit together. So, I see why the Steelers players are very upset. It, it makes perfect sense. You, you like you have no bye week. I completely get it. Me being a Steelers fan, I was upset. I was very upset. But if you think the NFL specifically is saying, "Hey, let's try to let's try to get this team. Let's try to make sure they don't go 16 and 0." I'm sorry, but you're stupid. You have two brain cells. So, this game will be played on Sunday, so I will be talking about this game during Sunday predictions. Um, I hope, I don't see how the Ravens didn't have their situation together though, like San Francisco did. I think you've had three days to get it together, like a lot of teams have, like previously, and then you simply don't. I think, I hope some more disciplinary actions are taken to Baltimore because, come on guys, come on. That's fucking ridiculous. But uh, yeah, Pittsburgh... The Pittsburgh Steelers players and fans expressed a lot of a lot of anger towards 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 the NFL 
And a lot of Steelers fans thinks the NFL is like against them, but that's simply not the case. It's just horrible, horrible luck. And Pittsburgh going 16-0, I don't see it happening. They, they could lose to any of these teams, whether that be Baltimore, Washington, Indianapolis, Buffalo. Pitt, Pittsburgh can lose to any team. I would not. I would not. It could happen because no rest. You could, you could, you could tell the players were looking forward to this. I hope the Ravens get their situation together. I hope the players are okay. But uh, yeah, that is just a shitty overall situation. Moving on to Mitchell Trubisky is expected to get the starting job back over Nick Foles. The Chicago Bears here recently have been very, very disappointed. They have been simply bad on offense. Their defense continues to be very, very good. But the Bears have lost the last four games. They now sit at 5-5 five and five after starting the season 5-1. and one, And they haven't scored 24 points in these last four gra- games. Granted, they've had a pretty hard schedule. Like the Rams, the Saints, the Titans, and the Vikings. Obviously the Vikings, they're the odd man out here. But that's not easy. That is not an easy schedule. Nick Foles, though, I can't say I'm surprised that this happened. Because Mitchell... Because they were 2-0 with Mitchell, but they played the Giants and um, the Lions, where the Lions, DeAndre Swift, kind of choked that game. And they and they subbed in Mitchell at ha- I'm not, excuse me, then they subbed in Foles at halftime during the Falcons game, and then the Bears let a comeback. So, so Nick Foles has gotten all the opportunities in the world now with Mitchell back in Mitchell's not a franchise quarterback. I hope that he can play good, though. I'm not one of those people that like hope on players' downfall. I think if you're dude, I think that if you do that, you're weird. Um, I do hope that Mitchell plays well because Mitchell can make very good throws. But obviously, he is not a franchise guy. I think the Bears know that they need to draft a quarterback this offseason. And um, considering that they lost four straight and they still have to play Green Bay twice, they have to play. Minnesota one one more time and then you know I think they'll lose against the the uh I think they'll lose against Houston then Detroit and Jacksonville I think those are two wins so the Bears defense is looking great but you know the offense they're kind of panicking right now they have lost four straight I think it's time for Mitchell to go back in I do not blame them one bit moving on to the Thanksgiving day Moving on to the Thanksgiving Day predictions at 12.30 today, we have the Detroit Lions versus the Houston Texans. Something I do not understand, though, is why it's just the thing that the Lions always have, like the early game slot. Can we give that to a competitive football team? That would be nice, but I digress. Houston, I mean, excuse me, Houston Texans versus the Detroit Lions. Who do I got? Well, the Lions just got shut out. And they're missing DeAndre Swift. They're missing Kenny Galladay. And they're missing Danny Amendola yet for another week. So, advantage Houston. And Deshaun Watson just came off of this incredible game. So, advantage Houston. And, you know, um, the Lions couldn't stop PJ Walker. So, advantage Houston. Um, yeah, math... (laughs) 
I mean, Matthew Stafford's going to have to pull a rabbit out the hat out of the hat this game if they want to win because well it's not looking too promising um they couldn't pull the rabbit from the hat versus carolina why would they do it versus houston i got houston i wouldn't say big because i don't think houston's a very good team but i got houston winning this one by one to two touchdowns i do think jj watt will have a phenomenal game because because uh, it's been public that J.J. Watt does not want to be a part of a rebuild. And that may be very well what Houston is doing. So to go on national television, nationally televised game where a lot of people will be watching, a lot of eyes are on you. To go on that and then proceed to dominate, that would turn a lot of heads. And I mean, it is J.J. Watt. So I do think that Houston will win this game. I think Deshaun Watson will play incredible. I think J.J. Watt will have a great game. And um, yeah, Detroit's not going to score. <laughs> They're not going to score that many points. I was really thinking that like, Matthew Stafford could do something last weekend, but then he proceeded to do nothing. So yeah, I have Houston in this one by one to two touchdowns. Moving on to the 405 game. We have the Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington football team both teams sit at three and seven one of these teams is bound to reach four wins today unless they tie that would be hilarious um one of these teams is bound to be first in the be first in the nfc east today unless they tie i would love that but actually no i think um yeah no washington I think Washington would get the first spot then because Washington beat Philly. So, so uh, okay, so yeah, so regardless, whoever wins this game, they will be first in the division unless they tie, then Washington will be first. So, so who do I have taking the division right now? The Cowboys are coming off of a win where their offense looked rejuvenated with Andy Dalton back in. Zeke had a great game. CD Lamb had a, a phenomenal catch. Their defense, obviously, the Cowboys defense is not good at all. So I don't. So I mean, I expect that to carry over today. And Washington's coming off of a week where, before Burrow got hurt, they were looking great versus Burrow. They were shutting him down. But but then obviously we saw what happened. Um, yeah, with Joe Burrow, don't want to talk about that. Um, but the Cowboys are playing with a heavy heart this Thanksgiving. Um, rest in peace to Marcus Paul. He is the Dallas strength and conditioning coach. He he passed the other day at 54 years old. Dallas will be playing with a heavy heart. That is some devastating news, especially with two games in five days to, to pass in between that. That is devastating. I hope I do send my condolences to the Paul family. But the Cowboys, yeah, they're going to be playing with a heavy heart. Their offense is looking rejuvenated. I do really like this Washington defense. They have a great pass defense. I don't think Dallas will score 30. I don't think Washington can score 30 versus most of the NFL teams. But if they were to, it would be against Dallas. So, so I think this game will be very close. I think this game will be very good, to be honest with you. And um, I have Dallas winning this one. I have Dallas winning because they'll be playing one with a heavy heart, so I think they'll give it more. And two, their offense looks 
just refreshed. Their offense looks rejuvenated. I think Zeke will have a good game. I think there's been a lot of Zeke slander going on. I think last week he had a very good game. And on national TV versus a really good Washington defense to come in and just shut them up, that would be great. I think Zeke has a great game. I don't know about Andy Dalton. I didn't watch the I didn't watch the Minnesota game, so I honestly don't know what his stats look like. But I don't think he'll have a very good game because Washington's pass defense is that good. And for Washington's offense, I don't know. Because I do think they'll score 24. I think bare minimum they'll they'll score 21, 24 points because Dallas's defense is that horrendous. But I think Dallas has more firepower on offense. I think they're coming off of such a great win. And this is going to be a really good football game. This is for first in the NFC East. Both of the, I think this will be a physical, just hard-nosed football game, which is kind of ironic because it's Dallas's defense, and they're anything but physical. <laughs> to finish this podcast off, though, I would like to have just a quick segment of players I would say I'm thankful for. So, you know, starting that off, I the first player I'm most thankful for is easily Ryan Chazier. Former linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers, first round draft pick in I believe 2014 or possibly 2013, who did sustain a who did sustain an injury on Monday Night Football versus the Bengals that left him paralyzed from the neck down, and he was told he would not walk again. So his strength in being able to get back up to that point where he's walking, he is deadlifting. I don't know his current progress. But seeing him walk across the stage during the 2018 draft, that was one of the coolest moments in the NFL history to me. Just me personally, that was one of the coolest moments ever. So that is the player I am most thankful for. I thought he was going to bring Pittsburgh's defense back. He honestly was for a few years. But then, but then you know, that, 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 that was very tragic because I think he was one, I think he was bound to be one of the greats you could say he was already one of the greats and then he sustained that injury so so I would say Ryan Chazier is the player I am most thankful for second on the list just talking about current players right now I'd say Patrick Mahomes current players I'm most thankful for Patrick Mahomes I'm a Steelers fan but what Patrick Mahomes is doing he's the Steph Curry of the NFL he is changing the league from 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 everything from on the field to the business side of things, where he inks a $500 million deal, unheard of, unheard of. You get $500 million, $500 million. That's, that's insane. That is game-changing for every quarterback, for every NFL player. And what he's doing on the field is incredible. What he is doing on the field, the play calling that him and Andy Reid are cooking up, just how he changed the game by just having the arm strength that he has alone. Then just pairing that with a bunch of speedy wide receivers, damn near unbeatable. Damn near unbeatable. The third player, that, and this will close this out, that I would say I'm most thankful for is Minka Fitzpatrick. I'm a Steelers fan. So when Pittsburgh made that trade week two or three of last season, it really changed the Steelers' culture and franchise moving forward especially on defense because Pittsburgh's secondary for years was just horrendously bad 
Pittsburgh cannot draft secondary players. I've learned that throughout the years, with the exception of Cam Sutton. I believe he was 2017 third-round pick. He has been playing very well, and it does look like Terrell Edmonds is finally blossoming into his own. But but I would say Minka Fitzpatrick, I'm very thankful that Pittsburgh pulled off that trade, and I'm very thankful that Minka seems to be as bought in as he is because he is potentially the biggest game changer on that Steelers defense with the exception of TJ Watt. Pittsburgh's secondary was horrendous for many, many years. Then we learned, hey, we cannot draft these guys. We need to sign Joe Hayden. We need to sign Steven Nelson, trade for Minka, and hope that Terrell Edmonds blossoms. And Minka Fitzpatrick last season, that 2019 Steelers team is one of my favorite teams because it was all defense. And Minka, you can credit a lot of that to Minka Fitzpatrick. So I'm very happy that he is on the team. I'm a Steelers fan. I do leave my Steelers bias like out of these podcasts. But right now, I did show Steelers bias with Shazier and Minka. But um, yeah, those are the three players I'm most thankful for. Ryan Shazier for showing the strength that he has because he was a personal, just, he he was probably my favorite from those teams. And then he sustained the injury that he did. Patrick Mahomes for changing the league, making it just making it more fun to watch and then giving the players even the option to ink $500 million deals. Obviously, that won't happen to guys like Dak and like Lamar and Kyler, but even the options out there now, that's incredible. And third, I give to Minka Fitzpatrick for help revolutionizing the Steelers defense and bringing it back to what it was a decade ago. I'm very thankful for that. So, yeah, that was a pretty corny segment, but I thought I'd throw it in there. So, yeah, boom. So, yeah, I think that's going to do it for me today on Newsline Thursday. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did not enjoy this, share it with your friends. But, you know, if you did enjoy this, share it with your friends. Follow me on Twitter at StutteringProds. That's Stuttering, P-R-O-D-S. And Instagram at that guy who talks about the sports I got to start posting on there again. Um, I I actually do plan on it. But um, starting next week on Monday. And uh, yeah, if you enjoyed, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. And if you did not enjoy, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. That is two podcasts done in one hour flat. Beat that shit. I'm just kidding. That is, that's absolutely nothing to brag about. But uh, yeah, have a great Thanksgiving. And I'll see you guys on Saturday for Prediction Saturday.